Hey guys, welcome to the Chisa Pod. I am your host, Deepika Naidu. Our current reigning Miss Essay, Shidu Fadzo Musida, has taken Mzanzi by storm with her bold beauty and effortless grace. However, Shudu's last few weeks online have reminded us that the haters are going to hate. This week, we are chatting with Miss Essay about her latest initiatives in her reign, mental health and cyberbullying. Yes, Umzanzi Celebville is filled with flavor. But you know that Or who secured the latest bag? Or just who's dripping with sauce? And who's adding the spice? Because if it's hot, then it's definitely in the Chisa pod. When did you realize that you wanted to focus on mental health during your reign? Is it personal in any way? I believe mental health should be personal to everyone. Um, because just looking at the stats alone, the stats are quite alarming, um, where one in three people are expected to suffer from mental health in their lifetime, and suicide is the leading cause of death for youth aged 15 to 29. So when I realized those stats, I was just really, really alarmed at how it is such a disregarded issue in our society. And it reminded me of a time when I was in matric, and the, the, the stress of exams got to me, like, um, it made me really anxious. Um, but at that time, you expect it to be strong. You expect it to just take it to be okay instead of someone telling you that, listen, it's okay to not be okay. And if you need help, um, it's okay to get some. What does the hashtag Mindful Mondays program entail? Mindful Mondays is essentially a conversation, conversations around mental health with experts and different people, different perspectives in, in, in different communities, whereby... Um, we discuss mental health, the language that we're supposed to use as a means to educate and inform how we as a society view mental health and, and to stigmatize it essentially. Um, so it's, it's just about bringing the conversation forward so people can actually have a safe space to come in and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay. Hey, I didn't know about this. Hey, I'd like to know about this. Hey, where do I get help? So it's also going to be an informative, it's primarily going to be an informative show um, with partners like SADEC and 702 um, that will, that will um, help us with, with their necessary resources, direct people to the right channels who need help. So yeah, that's basically Mindful Mondays to speak about mental health and educate to destigmatize it or in an effort to destigmatize it rather. Why mindfulness? What was your thought process behind the program? To be mindful is to be aware. Uh, but in this case, it's to be self-aware, in my opinion. Um, so when I thought when on the final night of Miss South Africa, they asked me if I had to start a movement, what would I call it? I'd call it the mindful movement because that requires a lot of awareness, awareness of self and awareness of others, where um, as the WHO, um, the, the World Health Organization describes it, health is not just physical, but it's mental to the complete um, health of, 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 of all those facets. And uh, when I thought about the mindful movement, or mindful in general. Um, I thought it's, it's gonna be a space where people, are, people can have the right or the safe space to be self-aware, uh, to, to speak about their emotions, to be mindful of their emotions, to be mindful of all the processes that are happening around them and in them as well. Um, so that was the whole point of mindful for me. A few weeks ago, you were bullied online for your bikini snaps. How did you feel about waking up to the backlash? Um, I didn't really... It was disappointing, but I didn't really feel much other than that. I was just really disappointed at, at people in general, you know, the negativity that was there. Um, um, maybe I just always look at the goodness of, of humanity. 
But um, after that, I just decided to just switch it off and just ignore it because I don't really respond to negativity. So yeah, I, I wasn't, um, I try to not take anything personally. So that's how I live my life in general. Um, so yeah, um, it was it was disappointing, but at, at the same time, I couldn't really let it get to me. As a woman, did you feel like the backlash came from a place of discrimination? Um, I wouldn't call it discrimination per se. I would call it maybe, maybe discrimination, but I'm not sure where they were coming from. But from my view, it was just such a disappointing time because it was feed, feeding into so many other conversations where I, when I went online at some stage, I saw people making a comparison to gender, me and gender-based violence. And I was just like, how do we get to that point where it basically goes back to the conversation of when a woman is assaulted or a woman is abused, uh, they ask what she was wearing, you know, that type of thing. So what, what should what I wear like describe or, or, or define me? Do you understand? So it was just it was just a thing of it was disappointing to say the least. Um, but um, discrimination it may be, but I I I don't want to look too much into it because yeah, it was just a disappointing time, just not for my feelings, but just to see how backward we are. You've mentioned that you experienced bullying growing up. Could you tell us more about that? I experienced bullying from age nine until age fourteen. Um, mostly due to tribalism and maybe just my vulnerability because I was I was new at the school and I could hardly speak a word of English um, a word of the languages that they predominantly speak the Dunguni languages I am I'm, I'm a proud Movenda I'm a proud Venda girl so when I got there I was super confident like nothing should change but it was not like that it was just a whole lot of bullying until I was in grade eight um, but thankfully, I overcame it when I realized that it should not be personal. Obviously, um, it feels personal, but when people bully you, it's just a reflection of who they are. It's not a reflection of who you are or what you need to fix. You can get dressed up, you can do all these things, but then if, 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 it's, if it's a reflection of who they are, what you do will not matter in the end. So I overcame it. Um, it really did shape me quite a bit. Um, the effects of bullying actually stay with you for the rest of your life, but you just learn to live with them and overcome them daily. It's a daily struggle, but I'm just happy that I wouldn't trade it for the world, in, if I'm being honest, because I think I'm sitting where I am today speaking about issues that I'm speaking about today, or I am as bold as I am today because of it. Um, if it wasn't for it, I, I don't think I would be more cognizant of the the issues surrounding mental health and the issues surrounding children in general. One of your other initiatives focuses on food insecurity. What drew you to this particular cause? Um, I grew up in an environment where food was very scarce, where um, actually one of our next door, one of our next door neighbor at by my grandfather's house hardly had any food so she would eat at our house but even at our house we the food that we had you had to you knew to appreciate it because it's what they they have and what they could find or what they could afford so for me food security is such or food insecurity has been such a close issue to my heart because it leads or feeds into so many other faucets that um um, if you look in depth, uh, they, such as I'm very passionate about economic and educational empowerment of women and children. But then how do we educate a child on an empty stomach? How are they ex- expected to, to, to work at their best on an empty stomach? So it starts with something like that that actually feeds into other stuff like economic empowerment. 
So uh, food, food security is quite important for me because I believe every single human being, it's a basic need, should have food. After visiting farms in Cape Town that help in the fight against food insecurity, what lessons did you learn from your experiences? I learned, I was very humbled to, to, to learn that you don't even have to have much in order to make a difference in your community and in the world at large. I met Mum Victoria and she started Masijong with Children's Home to feed children. She gives them breakfast and lunch. Um, and also above that, she also feeds adults too. They come there with their lunch boxes in order to be fed. Um, but mind you, Mum Victoria is unemployed. She doesn't have um, uh, a lot of resources. What she uses is her grant money, money in order to, to feed all these people. Um, so for me, it was quite a humbling experience to see that you can do a lot with the little that you have. And if you're dedicated enough, it's, 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 it's a huge, it's, it can, you can make a huge change in your community and the world at large too. Um, I think it taught me how um, most of us complain about how oh, we don't have enough money to change the world or to make a difference. So rather we not try. Um, I saw a woman that tries and succeeds every single day to feed those children and it was such a beautiful experience. And also visiting the farms and just meeting the, the, the farm owners and, and see their contribution to making sure that places like Masi Jongwe have food was, was quite a humbling experience.